Welcome to the Fantasy Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy, joined by Vance in the front of the Ranger, Todd Young on speakerphone. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Fatty Z Muskie Products, fattyzmuskie.com, Fatty Z Muskie Products on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all that social media stuff. And uh, Todd, you want to get your plugs out? Yeah, we have Todd at ncfishandguides.com. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, you'll be able to find us there also. Fish in Pennsylvania in April, May, and then uh, we're up here in New York, June through November. Uh, got myself guiding. we got Vance doing quite a bit of guiding. I, hopefully not more than he wanted to this point. but uh, yeah. I, I'm going to interject. He's closing his eyes. You've wore him out. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're trying to get everybody in. You know, we've lost some trips for Vance and I are both working and had somebody call for a trip. So, you know, most of these are vacationers. But, you know, get a hold of us. We always have openings, usually have openings. We'll try our best to get you in and uh, get you up here and get you on some fish. Awesome. Do you guys use any kind of rods that you like? Yeah, I got mostly St. Croix rods myself. How about you, Vance? St. Croix rods. Love them. Nice. Are, are are they are they like good on earth, or how would you how would you? I I got a couple shirts that says they're the best on earth, so I don't. Know. Oh, it's just what I, it, that's what I hear. Mm. I <laughs> I would take it that you know I can respect Todd's opinion. They're mm-hmm. probably the best on earth. Mm-hmm. Nice. I, I I found in talking to a lot of people, I must be very easy on my equipment because I'm still using some all stars that I've been using for like fourteen years and. uh I don't know, they might still, they might, I'm looking at getting another 14 out of them at least. <laughs> 14, uh, you've been using for 14 years, so you got them, oh gosh, I was graduating high school. 2002. Got them in, two, right, yeah, right, right around, it was when I got, uh, yeah, 2001, 2002 is when, when I picked up a bunch of those all-stars. Gosh, that was probably 40 yeah. pounds ago. <laughs> <laughs> Before life was really stressful, even though you thought it was. Oh, hot and ready. I will say, the, the, as we've talked about before, the cork is not in that good of shape. I'm looking at them right now. Uh, they're in my camp because I pull them in here when, when I'm going for a day or two. But uh, they're, they're not the prettiest rods. But They're your down rods. Those are my down rods, yeah. We're still casting with one, too. <laughs> you know, what are you supposed to do with it, you know? Put it up in the game room next to the sixty buckheads. The sixty yeah. buckheads. <laughs> you could just set, like have them hanging from rack to rack. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's no exaggeration. There's a ton of racks down there. Yeah. Yes. There's, there's only two heads. There's there's, there's some racks. Hmm. I haven't even thought about it. I saw two really nice ones tonight. Uh, driving back up here into New York. Very close to the exit here where I get off. Bucks? Two really, two really nice bucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. They were actually right on the edge of this piece of property I looked at about probably 10 years ago. I walked way back this field and I was looking down in. There's like some beaver. You know, when you get up here and you get close, there's a beaver dance to the right side. Yeah. Yeah, there were, there's a little field there. And I looked at that piece of property. 
Oh, I, yeah. yeah. I, don't know if, I don't know if I could hunt that or, you know, I don't know if there's enough there to hunt. It was mostly just a big field, so it didn't really impress me all that much. But I did go walk the whole way back, big, long field coming off another road. And when you go back there, you could see the, the highway, but uh, I see deer in there all the time. And I, I probably I probably missed out on, like, a great funnel or something. I didn't buy it. So now you're reminiscing and kicking yourself? Yeah, I just saw those two bucks and like this. There's my bucks right at the edge of the property. Well, they know where the property line is, so they're never going to step foot on it. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're allowed to use rifles, so you can just retreat and go over to the next property. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> just don't tell anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, you know, with, uh, <clears throat> like I've discussed earlier on the podcast and stuff, I hate fishing the summer heat. It's it's already, I could probably, you could safely say it's turning into middle August. And a lot of, you know, a lot of people are seeing a lot of nice deer. They also look really nice with the velvet because it adds a ton of mass to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know, I'm starting to, like, get nervous about stuff. I, I don't, you know, not nervous like, holy crap, what am I going to do? But it's... It's go time. I got the food plots in this past weekend, and it's just like it's creeping up, and I got so much crap going on. You haven't been. You haven't stopped talking about. You're, yes, I did. You're constantly trying to pull me away from muskies and get me into hunting. Todd, do you know anyone that's gone hunting for like two hours <laughs> and shoots a nine point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. I'm not. I'm not yeah, I, I just don't. I used to. You know, when I was doing archery, I used to feel that way. Takes but talent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this time of year, this time of year, when you look at them, you got to make sure you just look at how, you know really how wide are they? Because, like you said, they look they're they look really cool in that velvet. I never see velvet bucks in Pennsylvania. I have no idea why. I never see them. Yeah, they look they're wild in the velvet and at night with when you get them as night cameras. I mean, they look just huge. They just, it's thick. Yeah. It's, it's like yeah. giant ship ropes on their head. And then when that velvet comes off, you're like, it just lost 40 inches. Yeah. <laughs> you have, you had a nice one on your, on your cam. On and I, I'm, I'm almost wishing I didn't get them on the camera because I was sitting pretty. I'm like, I got some nice bucks. Now it's like, oh crap, there's a giant running around. And this, you got a really nice one, yeah. And I, I, I think it, I looked at those pictures after we talked the other night, Andy. I'm 99% sure that's the same deer. I, I would, that, I would. That, that junk going on on that one side. And I, I just went from one picture, went to the other, picture. yep, same deer. I, I'm going to, I would agree with you on that. I, I did look okay. at it some more. But it's just, I found when there's not giants, but just nice deer, mm. I'm more relaxed yeah. because, you know, now. It's easier. It's, it, it is easier because I, I'm thinking I'm going to, you know, I haven't been fishing. I'm building a house. I'm trying to get the pole barn ready for the baits to move into that because I'll be moving in less than two months. Specifically swimmers. And, yeah, swimmers. Vance keeps bringing that up. <laughs> and uh, and I'm just like, man, can, I, can lightning strike twice and I get lucky again on the first day of archery? Monkey's off my back. And now I'm thinking... Well, if this 110-inch buck comes walking in that I would gladly shoot. What are you going to do about this big one? What about this big one? Do, do I wait a week? You let it go, and we'll go out for an hour and 15 or so, and I could shoot it. 
hour and fifteen. You'd be shivering an hour and fifteen. You better shoot it an hour. Yeah. Oh, I was I was like you know, DiCaprio at the end of Titanic. By the time I shot that buck, I was ready to go. It was so cold. He just wanted to get it done. With. I was I was ready to roll. So, anyways, yeah. But I've also I'm running ten cameras right now, and I'm it's 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 my fishing right now because I can check cameras every week, two weeks, and I'll get a little excitement and just dwell on it because I don't want to fish in the heat. Yeah. And uh, but that's my fishing report. It's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the fishing report. You guys have been fishing quite a bit over the past two weeks. Well, well, Vance has. Fantastic. Yeah, I got some, had some trips in there and uh, took a friend out, took my mother out. That was exciting. Uh, Mama. But the fishing's the same. You know, the people that are working the hardest are getting their opportunities. Um, So are you saying that if you're not working hard, you're probably going to have less of a payoff than if you work hard at it? Yeah, definitely. Todd, does that make sense to you? It definitely makes sense to me because that's what's happening. You know, and and I'm trying to be the people that aren't getting, you know, because it's tough to... Teach somebody how to musky fish in four hours, eight hours, you know, usually they're getting the hang of it. Um, you know, you could relate it to golf or something. You start off on the first tee, you just start whacking stuff. They're going all left and right and whatnot. By by nine, you kind of say, okay, I, I, I have my swing down for people that just get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying all these different ways to you know teach people how to you know give the lore life when they're jerking and stuff like that and to be what's the key word efficient i love it you know so much that it, it and talk about efficiency they're like i need a water i'm like here you go i'm in the, in the you're cooler. there i'm like here do you have a towel just around keep, your neck ready going. to beat pat the sweat off just, there? just keep going here open up pour the water in done Back in the cooler. Vance has a mist bottle he takes with him. <laughs> a fan. An IV drip in case it's <laughs> a long burn. But, yeah, you know, got it. The, the, the fish are buried. They're, it's, it's, it's tough to come by when you're first getting into it. Uh, you know, so you have to, when your opportunity comes around, you gotta you got to hope and pray that, you're going to be able to uh, capitalize, you know, capitalize, set the hook and, you know, we'll get it in a bag. But I'm trying everything, you know, but I, we're, we're still getting fish and, you know, it, it's the same. It's summer fishing up here. It's not it's not changed much. It's the people that are working those baits the hardest are getting seeing the fish and getting the opportunities, getting a bite. And it's the same thing when I'm fishing. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah, and it's the same. It, when when I'm really digging hard and whatnot, I'm getting these fish to come out and and uh, you're tricking them. You know, it, they're 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 in the wheat. They're stacked up, man. It's crazy. So many it's, bait fish. It's, so it's, it's just know, insane. It, 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 it's sort of like we talked about there in a podcast. I don't know, a couple podcasts ago, and Andy was like, you know, you get 
when you said you got pissed, it's, t- it's time to get one right now. Yeah. The, 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 the fish are there. Mm-hmm. And, if, you know, the guys who can fish like that and you keep digging, you can get them. Uh, I haven't fished in weeks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fish some this week. So, well, I was, you know, with, with my guys, I was, uh, I went out and fished, I fished like a couple hours each day in August by myself and, uh, you know, got some fish in the boat and whatnot, but I, I went out and it was just like a blistering hot day. I, I was, I was casting. I wasn't seeing anything. I was working my butt off. I got so frustrated with it. I took my favorite raptor and, and bit it and slammed it as hard as I could off the water. Because I was just, I'm, I'm ripping through stuff. I'm cleaning weeds like every Tell single. Tell me one. a fish I'm, hit when you did no. that move of anger. I broke it. <laughs> you broke it. I broke it. How did you break it? I don't know. It broke off like the the eye screw right here. I mean, it's it's old. It it's. It doesn't matter. I know. I well, the, I was I was very very upset. I slammed it as hard as I could. Man, I don't want to make you mad. I know, and uh, I, I broke the raptor. It was my favorite 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 bait. Was and it worth it? What taught me a lesson? Well, I guess you, you know, got something so out it, of it. It, it, it lives it was on. Worth it, and it looks good hanging up right now. I was going to retire it after this season anyway. Um, but that's kind of how it is, you know. You got to you got to. You gotta work hard at it and not let them beat you. You know, that's what I always think. You can't let them win. Just always a chance, you know. You just gotta work hard at it. Keep it going. Don't get frustrated like me. Keep Slam hammering. Slam your baits off the water and break them. And, uh. Oh, man. Just the last podcast. You were asked about biting sweatshirts. You should have talked about slamming baits. I know. Had nothing to do with the boat, though. That's right. You know, but uh, yeah, August has been pretty good for me right now, though. I'm happy with it. Uh, trip I just took out, Jim Davis, great guy. Uh, he got his first uh, cast and was absolutely thrilled with it. It's a crazy, crazy story when. When you're taking people out, you know, I always try to say, you know, like, just like check yourself at the door when you're, when you're coming out to, you know, your ego at the door with, however, I, I'm constantly taking people out and say, you know, we've been on these salmon charters, we've been on this stuff, we've got giant rainbows, all this stuff. And the way that they're fighting those fish is kind of with that, you know, like, beautiful rod bend up in the air like oh yeah we got a big one on here that thing's rip and drag all that stuff you know it's like a 90 degree angle that thing's up in the air boom 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 i'm like you know when you do that if you get a strike try and try and set down in a way and keep the pressure on the fish that way because it's going to go eventually it's going to do what it's want what it wants and go the path of least resistance so if you're up in the air with that rod straight up that fish is probably going to breach and you know you just have an opportunity there to lose the fish and it's happening and happening and happening and happening and this guy was going through it and he was you know setting the hooks and you know the rod was up in the air the fish would jump get off all that stuff would, <laughs> he did it and uh he finally he finally caught his and it was on a on a uh, on a senior 
Swim bait. Yeah. And that thing is jumping like crazy, just like boom, ba boom, ba boom. And it jumped and it was jumping at the boat and I reached down to grab the net and it jumps again and it's looking at me in the face and then it goes right, right, right back around the motor. It jumps at the motor. And when it jumped at the motor, I was like, oh, it got off. Because I didn't see the bait. Well, the fish in, inhaled the bait. I mm-hmm. mean, this senior was just gone in its mouth. Mm-hmm. And I put it in a bag and I was like, I'm about to save your life. Because <laughs> the bait is gone, and we find I, you know, got I, I uh, put the bug on him, and uh, those hooks came right out. Todd, have, so I, I've noticed when those fish take those swim baits deep, they're not hooked very bad. They are not hooked. No, it's, up. it's usually like hooked, like just hooked in their tongue, like around their yeah, you know, like just very barely touching a gill or something you know what i mean which can be dangerous but i don't know what else to do normally if you can just ever so lightly tap it and just bring it up slowly and it comes right out yeah, yeah. that's exactly i mean once i once i got some some tension off of it and that the, those came right out boom boom picture back in the water it was fantastic he was casting again and another one hit and he's just like oh like dang it you know like i i went right up in the air again you know to try to try to fight the fish and and uh and then his buddy caught one and it was it was a nice time and um high fives all around oh they were screaming hooting hollering and then like three other boats came in were there were there any (laughs) fist bumps exchanged oh yeah (laughs) they were fired up man you know chest bumps chest bumps Everything. They Everything. were pumped if they were doing all Woo, three. Woo-hooing. Like I said, and then all these boats came in, and I was like, all right, I'm done. We're out of here. But, yeah, it's... August I'll tell you, I, I see that what you're talking about a lot more since we switched to these rods. You know, I was always jerkbaiting with little six-foot-three extra-heavy little pull stick and bam, 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 jerking, and I don't know how much I really paid attention to that, but, you know, now I'm standing... You know, someone's standing in the front of the, the Lund, which is, I don't know, 40 inches off the water up there at the tip. Yeah, like, you know, casting... foot, nine-foot pole in their hand, and they got it up over their head. Yeah. There's a lot of serious pressure. Plus, these are stiff rods. You know, there's a lot of serious upward pressure. Mm-hmm. And I see, I see, I'm seeing the same thing. Like, guys are, uh, you know, when they do the hook set, and it's up over their head, and uh, those fish come up. Oh, they come up, yeah. They cut and uh, quick. I mean, that's usually my first thing. Is like, oh, fish. I'm like, really? And I'm like, oh, great. And then my usually next, my thought and, and what comes out of my mouth is, keep that rod down. You know, keep yeah. the rod down. You know, I'm always uh, always saying that because it, naturally every fish that I've ever fought. I mean, prior to my musky fishing, it you know I'm straight up in the air with it. You know. You get a big bass on a, on a, you know, on a, on a regular spinning pole or whatever. You're keeping the tension up that way. Walleyes, stuff like that. You know, it's it's a blast. Fighting. Especially trolling the walleye. Yeah. On Erie. Yeah. You keep the pressure that way. That's what you're taught when you're little, you know, and, and you yeah. just kind of. Pump, pump the rod. Yeah. Do all that when you're pump, pump it, reel up the slack. Yeah. And. You know, this this year more than most, uh, you know, we we want to capitalize on getting that fish in the bag. The one that it is hit, really 
it is really cool when they do all those jump stuff. Oh, it is. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's just awesome when you get them. Mm-hmm. I like seeing. The, I don't mind the jump because when they jump, do the big head shake, you know, two three feet out of the water, they land and they're still on. I'm like, oh yeah, we're gonna catch that fish. Yeah. Now, because it just went through that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't always happen either. Mm, no. I've had that happen, and next thing you know, it's like, how did it get off? It stayed through that old jump. Yeah, the one was jumping. It his buddy caught. Uh, he hooks into it. He starts screaming. He's like, "Fish!" That thing jumped from on like the 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 port side of the boat, and I'm like, "It jumps once." I'm there with the net. It jumps twice. It jumps a third time. And if you could imagine, like, the net is a basketball hoop, and the fish is a basketball. I just kind of caught it in the net. As it was jumping. I love it. Like, one, two. I was timing it. I was like, all right, three. Boom. Put the net right there, and it just jumped right in. Hooks came right out. (laughs) I I, I like to play a game. Some You know, on all the muskies I catch, I play uh, a game that I was taught when I was younger. It's called musky baseball. Mm. You make them jump, (laughs) then you have to swat them with the the fishing rod. You've got to stun them. And if you can hit them... You get ten extra points. Ten extra, ten extra inches. And and the thing is, is that the points at the end of the day mean nothing because there's no points in musky fishing. Now there is points in musky tournaments, tournament. but they don't play by the major league rules. Yeah. So. Best fish is a dead fish. <laughs> yeah, that but is the net, the netting skills of a guide. Yeah. It was good. You got to take them when you can. Mm-hmm. Right now. Sometimes when they just swim by the boat, and you look at the person, and they're the rod's still pointed to the bow of the boat and the fish is swimming back by the back, I'd be like, I can take that fish right now. Yeah, I got it. And you just net them. Yeah, free spool. <laughs> I feel like I catch them all. Yeah. You <laughs> technically do, like I said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a fun trip. And uh, there's been some other ones. It's been a while since we've done a podcast, so a lot of trips run together. But um, getting a lot of people their first fish and... It's just been fantastic. And I took I took my mother out. Uh, it's the first time I ever took her musky fishing. And Is it and the first time she's been in the boat? The new one, yeah. There. A lot of firsts. Yeah. And uh, she, she fishes though, right? No. Oh, she doesn't fish? No, not at all. Oh, okay. I thought she was into fishing, just not muskies. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nothing. 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 Uh, and so my idea was to just go out and, and troll and, uh, you know, enjoy the water, being out there, yada, yada, yada. You, you didn't hand stuff. her a raptor and say, okay, have time to do 10,000 sit-ups today. Yeah, time, time <laughs> to cast, work hard. Um, Be efficient. Yeah. And uh, doing the troll, pretty much the same troll I always do. Uh Going to hit a, hit a couple marks, and about a half an hour, we get a fish on. Okay. And uh, I'm really surprised that it was a fish and not a big, you know, boat size glob of surface weeds. And I'm like, yeah, that's actually a fish on that on that rip there. So I, uh, it was the Project X rod, um, and it starts ripping off. So I hand her the pole, and I'm just like. Start reeling. I clear the... Did she put the I reel clear, upside down and reel left-handed backwards? She's going crazy. She's screaming. The fish is starting to surface and whatnot. I push a rod down. 
push it out to the I side. I thought you were going to say boat. you pushed her over. No, I'm like, keep her, keep her <laughs> fighting it. Off to the side of the rod tip. You know, because sometimes that, that rod tip will come and it'll be shooting straight out the back of the transom. People are trying to fight it that way. And I'll try to, you know, keep it to fight it on the one, you know, on the side that it hits on. And I cleared, I, I reeled in the down rod. Okay. And I was just like, I don't care what gets tangled right now. I'm just want more hooks this, the better. I just want this fish, my mother, to catch this fish. Your sweet mama. You know, and she's reeling it in, and that rod tip's coming back, and it's pointing back to the transom, and, and that fish is coming in, and I kind of just, with my left hand, I'm I'm holding her pole with my right hand just to put a little bit of extra tension on it, and I take this giant musky net, and I just kind of scoop it from the tail, like like right up against my mo my motor, and and right out the back of the transom. I'm like, okay, we got it. I I. I I had the uh, I had the other fat the, the the fat body was hooked into the net because when it was in the down rod and whatnot the the fish hit on a on a Goldie Baker, um, and I was just like all right we're we're done you know my we, job we is took, done she was just screaming just like you know those woman screams like high pitched like roller coaster horror movie style with joy and like you know just Crazy, crazy screams. It, it was hilarious. We Tell me you had it on laughing. video. We didn't have it on video, but we got some hilarious pictures. You know, I I got it out of the net, and she's hold, holding it. We're, we're both holding it together. I'm laughing hysterically because she's freaking out. She's like, oh, my God, I caught one. Oh, my God, I caught one. You know, and we released it, and, you know, we have a memory for the rest of our lives. Hilarious stuff. Hilarious picture. I'm just, I'm thrilled she got one. She actually did a lot better than my dad did when uh, you know when when it comes to fishing with telling her she listened listened a lot a lot more and it was nice because my dad usually like hits the floor runs into me and like you know it's like Oklahoma football drills when he uh, when he hooks into a fish it's it's really something so I mean it was it was good we were done in like forty five minutes we went in and that was it and then they went shopping <laughs> that works. That was it. It was good stuff. Nice. So many weeds out there right now. It's just a disaster on the on the lake. Uh, you know, everything's buried. And you know, if you're trolling by yourself, you're doing you're you're bouncing around cleaning rods every second. Surface weeds, pleasure boaters cutting up stuff, weed cutters, uh, boat traffic, three foot wake coming at you and every angle from you know the chaparrales and the all those other boats that like to cruise around at like 18 mile an hour and create the biggest wake you could ever wake see. Wake Buster 9000. Yeah. Wake Master 5800. Yeah. And and I've sheriff, just, boat, sheriff boats. Oh my god sheriff boats. I mean the one you know I was casting a weed edge. It's in like nine foot of water. You could imagine how close the shore was. It, mm -hmm. I mean, it was. I, I could hit it if I put a senior on there or something. I could. I could be up on somebody's property. Mm -hmm. Guy comes right in and goes in between my boat and the in the shore and the people's docks, creating wake, checking us out. I've. I've not. I've. That's just. You didn't yell obscenities at him. I just kind of stared, you know. Like, I don't think they have a clue. I really, really 
trying to do, you know? Yeah, I... Uh, I'm like, we're running a, a charter here. It says PV on the boat. Everybody's got their licenses. You know, it, it just... Bonkers. You know, we had a guest on talking about rocks and losing your lower units. Oh, I got another story. Uh, and you just wish there was our, a giant rock pile that they could run that boat ashore? <laughs> that, <laughs> that, but our rock piles are floating and doing about like 90 miles an hour right next to you. But here's a story about boating out there. So I take my buddy out, and we tried to cast for... You know, like an hour. He just was not getting it at all and did not have the patience um, to even want to learn. So, we now, were trolling. I, I probably know the answer to this question. Does that make it easy to go fishing when someone just doesn't want to learn? I, I mean, he wanted to go fishing, but, you know, his casts were... You know, if he was fish, fishing out of, like, the port side, the lure somehow was ending up on the opposite side of the boat. Like, all the way around, past the motor. And he was, like, releasing them really, really late. Okay. And they were, like, on the other side of the on the of the boat. And I'm, he's just like... Ah, I heard this gonna, saying gonna once. Gonna take a break. <laughs> I heard this saying once. It went, better late than pregnant. That I think that is just the perfect to describe what I was going through, uh, and so he started trolling, and it was a mess, just a mess. the The lake looked like a a Dalmatian. There were so many spots of just these weed clumps in the area, and it, that it it like went like flat. So they were all just sitting there. Usually, I'll try to like you know play the wind in that situation, but. I was like, oh, I guess I just got to run this and clean these rods the entire time, which was really a bad time because I barely got to talk to the dude because I was just like trying to get a fish the entire time for him to reel in. And uh, I run into this patch. Everything was weeded up. I was like, I'm just, enough's enough. I'm stopping the boat. I had the planer boards out. It was kind of a bad decision, and it didn't start to get like really this weedy until this couple mile stretch into the in the area I was I was fishing and I was just like oh man I'm you know it's too late now I'll just run them until they foul up until I have to bring them in well all the down rods go off and and I'm just like okay I'm I'm just going to reel these in I'm going to reel in the four boat rods clean them and I'm going to keep going and so naturally the planer boards are out there mm -hmm. you know they're they're floating they're big yellow offshore Planer boards, mm -hmm. and they're yellow. They have a flag on them. It's orange, and there's. <laughs> Do they float? <laughs> they float. Yeah. Okay. They float. You know. I think I understand. Probably something that you would get out of the way of. You know. You know. You, I mean, I would steer around it. Well, I don't know. I mean, that the, they could be playing Pokemon Go. All of a sudden, yeah, they could be. This guy is teaching this kid how to sail. Sail the seven seas? Like sailboat sail? Like sailboat, you know. And they're sitting on a sailboat. They start moving. I remember passing them up. I'm like, that guy's... Something's not right with that boat. I, You know, he's like... 
a lost ship at it sea. Just, it just didn't seem like a good situation. Okay. So I'm cleaning all these four rods, and there's just giant weeds all over them, like unbelievable amount. It, it would fill it filled up my splash well, you know. So you take them with you. Well, when I when I would pick them up and then start cleaning them and whatnot, there's that that many weeds on there. I looked like one of the weed cutters. I could have taken them in and got paid. Um, <laughs> they pay by the pound. Mm -hmm. This sailboat comes out of nowhere, and he's going like through, like right by my planer boards. Okay. Right by. Like I'm like that is really really close. That guy's insane. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm like. Looking down, cleaning, pulling weeds off, and then the rod starts going off. The planer board rod. And I'm like, you know, that's that guy has my lure. Okay. So I pick the rod up. I'm like, hey, you have my lure. He's looking down. He's got this rope out, out of this, like, sailboat. He's trying to teach his kid how to sail. This rope's flapping, and my, my lure is on this, on this rope. So... I pick it up, I loosen the drag, it's taken, taken line like crazy. Like a foul-hooked pike? <laughs> yeah, like a foul-hooked pike. And oh. <laughs> Andy, Andy threw himself under the bus there. I have to, I have to and, add these references. And uh, I loosen the drag and then the guy starts screaming bloody murder. Okay. He has the hook in his hand. Oh my goodness. He's like, ah, <laughs> ah. You know, and I'm like, what am I supposed to do here? My should I cut the line or should I just let this idiot eat it because he just is teaching this young kid how to sail and you would think he'd be like, "No, let's let's avoid this boat here." Cuz in that it, when you're still fishing, when you're stopped, you know, sailboats usually have the right of way all the time, but when you're stopped, you know, he's the giveaway boat. Yeah. You know, I am not. And especially when I have, you know, an entire buffet of weeds on my boat and I'm, I'm trying to clean up stuff. You'd think that the guy would avoid a fisherman. Okay. Uh, before we continue the story, because I haven't heard this story, so this is all new. I would suggest, if I were you in that situation, you got a, you got a sailboat operator who is, is hooked. <laughs> I'd reel up the slack. And fight him with the rod tip up. <laughs> fight him with the rod tip up. I did. Yeah, I did yeah, have the rod fight. tip up in that situation. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's a nice bet. Jump. will jump out of the bed. And use the <laughs> sixty pound boga. <laughs> Dude. Just don't hold him vertically. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't hold him vertically. He swam off. But um, ah, he's, <laughs> he's screaming. I mean, and it's there's. There's not much wind on the lake at this point, and he Except is, the like, you could you could probably hear this from shore to shore. He's screaming. My buddy's just like, "Oh my god, what is this guy doing?" He's laughing hysterically. <laughs> I'm it, I have the rod in my hand, so I'm you like hand it going to your through buddy this like moral and you gunned it. Yeah, I'm I'm going through like, what should I do in this situation? Should I loosen the drag or should I just pull it, you know, crank it all the way down and rip this guy's hand off, you know? And just teach him a lesson for coming, teaching this young kid to drive through planer boards. Then next year, there's going to be a black sailboat with a skull and crossbones. And there's going to be a silver hook. <laughs> Dude, he screamed. He, it eventually got off. It, you know, it came loose. He, got, he did something over there. But, I mean, he screamed 
quarter mile down the lake. Was still screaming, scream, screaming, dropping F-bombs. Okay, so I, I, I need to get this straight. You were just kind of sitting there cleaning rods. He came through, picked up the planer board line. The bait got caught on this rope that was trailing behind his boat. Yes. Then he must have, at some point, brought the rope in after you said, you got my bait. Yeah. Then he got stuck with the bait. Mm-hmm. And then somehow he got it loose. He just ripped it out of it. I think, I, it. I, think I ripped it out of his hand. He <laughs> ripped out of it. And then, like, all of a sudden, you could just feel the bait start thumping again. Well, we're back in business. Yeah. I look at my... I look at my friend. I'm like, you believe this effing guy? I'm like, who's this guy? Business Driving as usual. Just, <laughs> you know, it was hilarious. I could, first sailboat. I but like, I, I would have. And human. I would have probably put the boat in reverse and caught up to the guy, and and like I would have had to do like some kind of plea bargain with him to get the bait back. Oh. And he would have been like, I need your name. You're gonna be sued. And yeah. Luckily, it came out. There was no flesh on it. I was kind of pissed he got it. He didn't have his finger on it. That's there. because a gar already <laughs> snipped it off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was screaming. They're real sharp hooks, too. You know which ones I'm talking about, Todd? Those wire ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would get in real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, 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 that's good. Ah! That's screaming. I mean, yeah. hilarious. The thing is, could he have been jacking with you? No, dude. I felt him on there. I had a good hook set. <laughs> you seriously pulled? I When I like picked the rod up, you know, it gives it a little different. You're just so used to just laying back. Like, we got one. We got one. No, but you handed the rod off to your buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, we got a big one. This, yeah. this is a real six-footer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I think when I pulled it out of the rod holder to hang on to it, he was probably unhooking it from his rope, and then it just slid into his hand. Maybe. Maybe. And then, like, you know, I'm, like, holding it like this, and it's it's fighting back. You know, the rod's kind of like... Just peel and drag. And, uh... I love it. If he would have been a real You know, when he started, like, really screaming, like... You know, like, it was a shark attack. That's when I spun the drag back. But I think at that point it was too late. Probably. The guy was holding his hand and screaming. Clutching his hand. And he's like, boy, you got to take us back to port. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) He screamed for so long. I reeled those things in. I I got both of them in and just turned the boat and we headed headed in and we were laughing hysterically. We were laughing. He was screaming. Don't be a, a jackass out on the on the water like so that. So are you I saying know, that I, it's I, his you know, fault? We res- we respect sailboats out there, and you know it's a you know it's a cool thing to sail, and you know we give you space. Anybody out there on the water, just try to have some decency, especially if you're teaching somebody. Yeah, give people space. That that that's exactly it. The sailboats are out of control. That's the thing. They they can't just turn with a motor. Mm-mm. So to me, like when the when I see a sailboat coming, I sort of point right at them because I know they're not going to be there by the time I get there. They're going to be somewhere else. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to go right, left, do a spin. But when I see a sailboat like cutting in front of me, I just aim right towards them. 
because mm-hmm. they're not going to be there by the time I get there. Right. But but it's yeah. I mean, it it, it, it can get crazy out there. We had a guy. I don't know the guy's name, but I I met him through somebody we took out a couple weeks ago, or a couple months ago now, and uh, met him just on the water. He was. The guy I had fishing with me knew this guy. So I know his boat now. He was out there with his son, and he was trolling. I was casting the weed edge, and he was trolling the weed edge. So he was trolling very close to where we were. And uh, he was in there trying to find on the weeds. He thinks fish were buried in the weeds, which I think they were too. And, uh, you know, he, I mean, it cast away, but he's trolling. I'm casting. That's no big deal. Yeah. So as we're doing this, he's looking at me, and he's, Give me the thumb up, down, whatever, you know, and I'm, I'm doing the same thing. Yeah, we got one. And this is in the middle of the week, and there's, like, no one on the, on the lake. <laughs> and you're and, sharing and we, the same half acre. Yeah, and we're, we're, we're going right past each other, sort of getting ready to talk to each other. And you hear, <laughs> you, know, you hear this motor coming. We both turn and look. Here comes this ski boat. Oh my god! With a skier, they go between the two of us. Oh my god! Like right, right through. He looks at me, and I'm looking at him. Oh my! <laughs> and it was just—he, I, don't, I can't do it because we're like Vance said, we're public vessels. Everything's legal, and I don't want anybody turning me in for some crazy thing I did. I mean, I would have liked to flip them off, but. This other fellow took care of it for me. Yeah. <laughs> it was like unbelievable, this whole lake. <laughs> There's like six boats on the whole North Basin that I can see in my whole distance. One of them's mine. One of them's my, you know, this, this guy fishing, trolling, and it's a normal conversation. Someone trolls by, hey, any good? No, no. Yeah, no. But the guy comes skiing right between us. The question I have for you, Todd, is were you impressed with the skiing technique? Yeah. That's what they were trying yeah. to show you. Or how fast yeah. they were doing. The guy never turned around and looked. Nothing. He has he had no I mean a lot of these people out here are I mean it's a free for all. There are no lanes. You can go wherever you want. And as long as you don't hit the other boat, you're in good shape. That's the way some of the people boat out on this lake. Mm-hmm. Between the 4th of July and Labor Day. And Labor Day will be here before we know it. I can't wait. These people can all go home and think about their wounds in their hands. Mm-hmm. Stigmata. Wondering... And, and wondering why they got yelled at and got flipped off. Yeah. I, I, I got a story. It's not as good as catching a sailboat driver. <laughs> I was, this is going back. This is going way back. I was fishing a small, unlimited horsepower lake, very close to where Vance and I are right now. And there's not many lines on this lake to fish because it's only about 250 acres. Mm. And, um... I was working this this weed edge. Does it like have an island in it? It does not. Oh, okay. This is on. 
The the one you're thinking of, I don't know why I'm playing. No one's going to drive what about any it? length of time to fish a 250-acre lake. Is it same, yeah, the same as a, the college? Yes. That's in this town? Yes. Uh. Yeah, I'm being real sneaky here. But anyways, I, I just don't want to give up this. You're fishing the weed line on that lake. There's probably three. So All right. So you got, you got a 33% chance if you could figure out which lake this is. And it was... I. I I don't know why I was fishing that day, but it was one of those days where there was probably no less than 50 boats on this lake. <laughs> it was stupid. It was stupid. Oh my God. How many people are out there? Well, anyways, there's always that boat, like Vance was saying, that's doing like 12 miles an hour. It's like a 21 foot giant cutty. I don't even know how they see over those things. It, it, it was literally riding like just like, like up that. Up in the air. Like, how do you even yeah. see and at I'm, that speed? Yeah, I'm working. I'm, I'm running off the electric. This is my old 10, 14 foot boat. And I'm heading this straight line working this. And I look and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Off in the distance, I see this boat coming. Literally following the weed edge the whole way. I'm like, okay. <laughs> And, and how could he? How did he have? How could he even have contact with bottom at that? I don't know. His transducers were just. I. I. It was just unbelievable. I don't know. But so, anyways, he's coming at me, just plowing. And I, I you know, I, I'm going to stop the story there. How is it enjoyable to have your boat just, bleh, yeah, just like pushing a, a wall yeah. of water? Yeah. To me, it's like you're putting the most amount of stress this boat can see at any speed. Yeah. On your components right now. Yeah. And uh, so anyways, this guy's coming. And then like, I was never like worried about getting hurt. But here I am and this guy, you know, the back of that boat has to be two foot under the surface of the water if it yeah. was level. Mm. And this prop's just, yeah. just ripping everything up. And I'm just looking at this guy and he gets, you know. 75 feet away and he just kind of veers off to the side and he just kind of gives me this wave and i just do one of these put my arms out like with you know the yeah. palms up, I'm like what's going on he throws that thing into neutral no and he's like what you're effing bro he's screaming at me and i'm like can't you see where i'm going i'm, I'm saying it's obvious i said go to the other side of the lake where there's no one fishing yeah and his wife, who was sitting behind him, oh. slaps him behind the head. And she goes, he's doing it because he's an a-hole. I did not see him the rest of the oh day. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he's doing it because he's... A, like, you're an a-hole or he's Because he is. Oh Her husband God. or boyfriend or whatever. She wasn't impressed with the she big was obvi- She probably wasn't happy that he had the boat in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I looked. And he was gone. Unbelievable. But it was... It, like... I immediately like, what are you doing? And he immediately, on the defensive, like he was looking for that. If you would have just waved back, he was trolling. Saved their for, for for fishermen. That's for fishermen. What, he was trolling. <laughs> you know, I was doing like one and a half miles an hour, pointed. And, you know, he saw me in a little boat. In a in a yeah, but he was cranking this wake that would swamp. If I was like the transom was facing, I would have taken water over the oh, back yeah. of the boat. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait. I mean, I can't wait for... That's what the water is for, for fishing. Yeah, I, I you know... That's a, did I say, did I say t- tell that story about the guy that was like, what's wrong with that lake? I don't recall that story. 
you know. I'm not saying you. The guy was like, you know, I don't know what's wrong with our life, man. There's like too many weeds in there. I can't go on a morning job jogging, jump in the water off. Oh yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, that's what it's for. It's they're big weedy natural bodies of water over here. They have plants in them and millions of fish. He, That's what the body of water is. He was to. mistaking the lake for a impoundment made of concrete yeah. with chlorinated yeah. water. Yeah, exactly. In ground swimming pool, and that's and that's what that's what we're dealing with with the Chautauqua Lake Association and all that. That's what some of them want. They want a big, like, big open basin with nothing in there. Kill the weeds, cut them all, do all this. I mean, we. It's, it sucks this year. Our fishing is, Vance and I are working harder, and I know anybody who's coming up here trolling is working harder than they have in years. Yeah. No I don't care what spread you're running. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care where you're going. You may find a day. I mean, I've had some really enjoyable trolls. Mm-hmm. But it might not be where I really want to be, but you can find some clean water, but you got to look around. But, you know, that's, that's the weeds. That's that's what this lake is, you know. And you know the, the, that's what that's what you deal with. The people that want the big, and you know, I tell them, I tell people I camp around all the time. Oh, there's just so many weeds in this now. It's you, you gotta go down to go down to Kinsu. It's beautiful, beautiful scenery. You can get a dock space down there. You got nice, clear, open water. You can do whatever you want. There's, Kinsu's scary. Just, just I'm going on record. Kinzu is scary water. Why? You'll be thirty foot offshore in sixty foot of water. Oh, come on. I would. If you can't, if you can't touch, who would want to ski? That's how half the people drowned in here. You know, we we had a skier die a couple of years ago over in Dewitville Bay. That they were skiing in solid weeds. Three foot of water. The guy fell off. And you know, got tangled in the weeds, and then somebody jumped in to try to save them. And th- why would you ski? I mean, if I was going to go skiing, I would go out in the middle of the slate. It's what's yeah. the difference if it's twenty feet or as long as it's over six foot for me? I'm in bad shape. My head might be out of the water, but yeah, you you know what I'm saying. You go out to the clean water. What's the difference whether it's a hundred or whether it's eighteen? That's where I want to ski. They mm-hmm. just want that. to ski up by shore and drive right through the weeds. And it's hard on their motors. The people blow up motors doing it. I, I just don't I don't understand it why people don't do that stuff. That's if I would what... take my daughter out tubing or pull anybody behind my boat, I'd be right out in the center of this lake doing it. That's where I'd be. Absolutely. But they, they don't go out there. And they're they swinging those tubes around so close to the docks and... It's just ins- yeah. insane. They do it all the time. We're casting and people tube and ski between us and the and the docks. Mm-hmm. You know, you take the wrong turn, you can slam the kids into the docks. I, I just, that's what, I don't understand it. The only person, like I get out of my jet ski every once in a while. Unless I see Vance, I go out in the middle of the lake. Thanks for that. It makes yeah, me feel I special. Dance, I like to just grab them a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's been crazy. It's 
I can't wait for the fall. Not for the fishing, but just for so. the deer hunting. For <laughs> <laughs> less traffic. Oh, it's getting there. We're supposed to. We're. It's going to be hot this week, but we're supposed to get a line of storms for like the next five or six days. Yeah. And I'm hoping that's going to kind of start the breaking period of. I mean, it hasn't been oppressively hot, but it. I hate it. No. I, I I said it early on. I don't like fishing in it. Yeah. I don't like going outside. <laughs> yeah, it's hot days out there, for sure. Yeah, this is the first. I mean, you, normally we're catching a whole bunch of fish when it's like this. I mean, the water temps aren't crazy. It is cold. It, I mean, it's cold right now out here. Mm-hmm. It's probably at least 60 degrees or something. You know, the water temps aren't getting crazy warm. But, uh, that's sort of normal for where we're at. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be nice to get everybody going home. Yeah. Oh, God. But I'm only going to be living where I'm at here for, like I said, another couple couple months. The next couple weeks, when college moves in, this place is awful. This city just <laughs> turns to crap. <laughs> So, I mean, that's one thing I don't have to look forward to, but I'm moving out of the city. Moving operations. The city with the mysterious lake. That's right. With three weed lines. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so... Todd, didn't... I saw a picture on Facebook. Now, I also got the picture from you. Uh, your daughter struck again. Yeah. I took Kara out the other day when we were getting ready to go home. Mom had to go home. My wife had to go home. And uh, Kara and I stuck it out another day. And she decided she wanted to, you know, we stuck it out one more day. Went out and did a little fishing. Well, I can't even remember what the heck we caught that fish on. But uh, Did she pick it? Yeah. Did she pick just the bait? One, yeah, just give me one second. I think I... Yeah, she always picks the bait, but I give her like a, you know, I said pick one out of this little section right here. Oh, yeah, she did pick it. I, uh, you know, I, I was marking the fish down deep, and it was a little, I had one little row in my one uh, Plano box of the deep dive and seven-inch bakers. I said, here, here, you know, pick one of these. I'm going to put this right, right down there. I know I can just put out 20. 27, 30 feet of line. I'll be right down there deep. And, uh, yeah, she picked the bait. This is after we fished for probably, I mean, we, we had a good 20, 25 minutes of fishing in. Jeez. And, uh, I'm about ready to bait. go home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she picked the bait, stuck it out. We went for about another five minutes, fish hit. She's like, oh, I knew one was going to hit that bait. It was like, a, it's just white. White with some scales, but yeah, I, I stuck it right down there where the bait fish were, and she uh, she got another one. So she's she she's definitely pulling the best best way better average than I am. <laughs> that's because she has a lucky turtle. Lucky yeah, that's turtle. that's her. Well, she bought me one too, but it hasn't been so lucky. But uh, it's her third, it's her third one. 
And she, you know, that first time we were out about a half hour. Other time we were about an hour and a half. And not only did she get one, but my other nephew got one that day too. Now her and her and Meg and I did go out one time. My wife and I and Sarah went out one time. We were out there for maybe an hour, maybe an hour and a half, and then the storm started rolling in, so we had to wrap it up. We did not catch fish that day. Mm. So this is her fourth trip, so she has a total. We fished about an hour and a half. We, she probably has a total of about five, maybe five hours of bait in the water. And she has three. And my nephew got one, and we lost another one that day. My nephew lost it. Kara's going to have to, her time's going to come. She's never had one get off yet, so yeah. she just thinks they're on there and they're tied on forever. Oh. Did, but, uh, did you guys... That's a pretty good average. Oh, that's a great average. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah. seven years. I mean that that that's like Vance's hunting numbers right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's talented, just like I am at hunting. <laughs> I know where they are. <laughs> um, did Did you guys happen to see over? I think it was the weekend or late last week. Uh, I saw Tony put up a post that he got a text from a, a fish that washed up. I think in Malax. Yes. And they said it was seventy three, but it. Oh, I've seen that picture, yeah. It doesn't look... I mean, it looks obviously staged to me. I it's don't, a huge fish. It was a big fish. I'm not going to deny that. And you've but, got a held nice with a gill plates out, and it looks like a big... Sh- you know, It almost looks like he's four shovel. foot behind it. 70 inch or... 73 or... So. No, I, I, I'm BS right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. I'd call BS on a 63. I don't know. I mean... Obviously, I don't think it's a 73-incher, mm-hmm. but uh, it was yeah. a big fish. Yeah. Definitely a big fish. There was another one that washed up on, I don't know. This. It was in New York. Yeah, I guess Lake Ontario. Something. It was in New York State somewhere. Somebody said it was oh, La- yeah. Lake yeah, Ontario. This guy was laying beside it. Dude was laying next to it. It was all bloated and stuff. That's what I don't get. And I know people have commented like this on, on, on Facebook and whatever. The fish is dead. Lay a yeah. tape measure next to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that hard. Yeah. Don't lay okay. next to it. Don't put a boat oar next to it. Don't put a pop can. Put a tape measure next yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that's just... That's it. They're, they're scams. They're... they're they could be things. jokes, and I, I'm all for a good joke. Yeah. But... And it when does it, razzle the industry. When it when it when it goes viral, yeah, own it. Give it twenty four hours and say, yeah, guys, it, we we measured it. Yeah, we found it dead. It was fifty four. Yeah, it's dead. Somebody had to measure it. Someone had to see it. I mean, it's not. Yeah, they're they're, they're jokes. Take the head off that thing. You know, put that in the game room. Guys, I, I don't know. All, I mean, you know, we've been at this a long time and doing stuff, but. You're looking for a six or seven footer. You're not going to find it. I think you're going to be hard pressed to find a true five footer. Yes. Yeah. A true five footer. Because there's only been a few of them ever really documented. Mm-hmm. So you know what Vance and I are dealing with that every day. We got these people working for the 
Chautauqua Lake Association and doing weed inspections and we're afraid of getting written up or something. But yeah, that is telling just... telling tell telling stories of what a hundred and hundred and uh, hundred and eleven pounder or no was it an inch or no yeah, yeah that, some inch or... it was a hundred and man I swear he said pounds it was pounds it was like a hundred and yeah, 111 yep. pounds, and then a, 107 100. pounds, and the Chautauqua Lake record is 60 pounds, right on the nose. <laughs> you know. Are you guys talking about yeah. like a collection of like eight muskies? Uh, speaking of of wish, that Chautauqua Lake Association. Every day I'm putting the boat in the water. It's somebody else working there. These are clearly weeds from Chautauqua Lake, and they're clearly from. The ramp that I use because they're still all over that ramp. Okay. I mean, it just gets a mess in those in in that ramp situation because it, you know it's squared off and those weeds just kind of stack in there. You could drop your boat into straight weeds. Okay. At points throughout the day, and then they kind of just roll up on shore, and then somebody has to come and take a shovel to them, and. This lady gets up out of her chair and she starts to come and touch my trailer and starts pulling weeds off of it. I, and I'm backing up at this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Like, don't, don't touch my stuff, please. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, these are all these, these weeds that are on this lake right now. This boat has touched Chautauqua Lake the past 10 times it's been in the water. Mm-hmm. Please just... Don't touch my stuff. I'll put a hook through your hand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Talk to the sailboat guy. You know, the word's out. Okay. And, uh... Did she give you lip? She, she did. And then I was like... I went over and talked to her after. You know, and, and was just like, look, like, you know... Those weeds are right from there, right now. I was... I just took off this water at nine last night. It's the morning, I'm, you know. Mm -hmm. I can't go home and power wash it every day, but I'm not going to drop it in another lake with all this crap all over it, or vice versa, I wouldn't bring it into this lake. And, uh, you know, we just kind of... She had no idea what... I, and I think they're just like... It's like a sale. Save the lines, close the deal, make the sale... You know, next probably customer. just a volunteer looking out, and you. you I mean, and, and we we were talking about putting the boat in on on the previous podcast about like how it messes with your. Yeah, when someone screws with when you. somebody screws with you when you when you're going to uh, even if it's like somebody that comes up and says hello, you know, it kind of throws you off your game when you're back in the boat and whatnot. And people come up to us pretty much every single time. It's a mess. Yeah, they have a bucket. They're trying to take weed samples. And it just, it, it. That would be very tough because what are they going to do? I mean, most of the weed samples they get, it would be like, we uh, trace the origin back to this lake. Mm -hmm. And it's just at, at, when you're spinning your wheels so much, you know, what? at what point do you say, yeah, most of all these weeds are from this lake. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to stop that. I'm not saying that it, it's not a good fight, but 
how how can you monitor? How many boat launches are there on that lake? I don't know. They've been monitored. I'll tell you what. They've been at that launch many days. There there was a couple days that I launched at you know seven a.m. and there was maybe one other trailer in the launch during the week. Even in the summer, it's like this. And I I went out there and fished for eight nine hours and came back. And the guy is still sitting there. Mm-hmm. He is sitting there under an umbrella. And he comes walking over, asks me how you know how we did, whatever this and that. And I look in the parking lot, and there's one other trailer in the, in the parking lot. There's like three trailers. So that guy sat there all day. Yeah. All day. Can you imagine having that volunteer job? Mm-hmm. To sit and wait for someone to come down. I had one guy ask me, do you see any zebra mussels out here? <laughs> and we're standing on the dock. And, and I'm like, look at the pier. <laughs> They're like three inches thick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's tons of zebras in here. They've been in here forever. <laughs> I mean, it's just silly. The whole bottom is filled with zebras. Mm-hmm. They're here. We can't do anything about them. They haven't really caused any problems. Yeah, it's, I know some of that stuff can be bad. You know, I mean, it can be bad. They don't want all that stuff. Invasive species and this and that. But I, I don't know how you're going to stop it. They're putting a lot of effort into it. Surveys. It's all, yeah, it's all surveys, government funded. And these people are doing, they're thinking they're doing some big thing. But I, I don't know. Yeah, again, I'm not, I'm not sitting there bashing the... Uh, no, no. The thought behind it, Mm-mm. but when you actually look at it from a standpoint, if all it takes is a follicle of a weed, you're fighting a very uphill battle. Mm. It's yeah. it's going to be. By the time you find, they it, better fill in the lake. They better cement. They better just start dumping bags of cement in it, and then you know start over. Somebody, everybody, take their hose out. Instead of a boat out there, you're all be rollerblading. Fill it in, yeah. Nice big skate park, Chautauqua Skate. I asked the one guy. I said, "So what's 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 the plan here? What's you know what what is everybody really trying to do?" He's like, "Well, yeah, what they'd like to do is put a washdown station, but that water can't go back into the lake, so you'd have to have a holding tank." After you wash down your boat, he's like, yeah, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> it's going to go through an infrared <laughs> microwave thing to kill any organism. That goes back yeah. in, yeah. Because that means that then you have to pump it into a whole other watershed, which is Lake Erie. Erie. yeah. Which, yeah, you can't do that, right? I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with it, so. Uh, the I only thing you really can do, bury doing. it. Fill it in. Put some Walmarts up. With good cameras. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, the survey. I, I, you know, you said that story, you know, five minutes ago about the guy sitting there and there's one other boat trailer. Yeah. I bet you, if you would ask that guy how your day going, he'd probably say it's awful. You probably got in a fist fight with that other, the one trailer that yeah. pulled in. 
<laughs> he's all bruised up and a tooth cracked and yeah. Well, the one guy came up to me with a bag of ice on him. I was like, "What happened?" He's like, "I got stung like three times." Yeah. Bees. Oh, I oh. thought you, I thought you meant with treble hooks because he was sailing. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's such a dangerous sport. Dodging boats, getting hooked when you're a person, stung by bees at the launch. It's dangerous out there, man. Driving all those boats. Doesn't matter how big your boat is or your motor, it just is nuts. But. Ready for the fall. Ready for the fall. You're going to be heading off soon, Canada. Mm hmm. You got a bunch of baits you're borrowing from me. I guess. Yeah. I'm going to take a couple of these nine inch fat bodies. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're like pristine right now. I don't want to get them all. I don't want to, you know, fish them up. My lures look bad. Don't. I don't know. Do you want to ruin Andy's collection? He opened up his Wiley box. It smelled like a cedar chest. Yeah, it smells like that for years if you don't use them. <laughs> I don't have all these icky Chautauqua weeds all over my baits <laughs> that are so poisonous there's people in suits picking uh, them up with buckets. Uh, yeah. But we'll take these nine inch fat bodies, run a couple of those, see this, what happens. The special king yeah, the with the round lip. Todd, remember that one? Oh, that yeah. mud puppy that Dale gave the special blessing to? That's going to get some run time. So. It's going to thump. So we're getting that ready. It's late. Hopefully we'll hear some uh, Canadian musky. Yep. Maybe. 70 inches. You, should get, you got three more inches to go to beat that 73 I just saw. I know. We'll see. We'll see how good of a picture I can take. Don't watch your lines. There's, there could be you're sharing the lake with other people. There's gonna be nobody on that lake I'm fishing, which is nice. Watch, I'll get up there. It'll be all. It'll be the crazy. international jet skiing competition along with the wakeboarding and skiing. I'll get surveyed be, before I drop the boat. Yeah. They'll find a Chautauqua weed. Yeah. Oh gosh, rinse your boat. I will. Bleach it. The best thing to do is to wipe it down with gasoline, but have tires underneath it to catch the gasoline. Yeah. Set it on fire to sterilize it. Yeah. That's what I do every time. I try oh. to explain that. Okay. Then maybe that's where I got that idea from. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good way to get a new motor. Yeah. And a new haul. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I was, cle <laughs> I was cleaning it. <laughs> I was just cleaning the boat and then... Yeah. You hear about this weed problem? I mean, geez, you got to be safe out there. It's expensive. You just get a new I... new rig every time you go to a lake. Wash yeah. it down at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> I used 87. Free hot dog with a 10-gallon yeah. 10, 10 pump. I just figured might as well get it clean. Love it. Perfect. Hey, we'll end this right here. We had some good stories. We had fun. FatAZMuskie.com on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. 
mcfishingguides.com, Todd Young on Facebook, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides on Facebook as well, St. Croix Rods, Best on Earth. Good luck fishing. Thanks for listening.